0: Oh, it's beginning to look a lot like Cappy over in Moab, Utah. Oh, my goodness, boys and girls. It's the Clary Podcast because I haven't done a Clary Podcast in a bit. Very unplanned, very unplanned vacation. Didn't realize that's what I was doing. I just wanted to get out of the Twin Cities. Want to get out of my single-room apartment. Want to get away from the woman. Bless her, but uh, it was just like, no, I gotta get out. I, I gotta get out. I-, I have to get out. <laughs> and it shows you how uh, uh, not indoctrinated, accustomed, <laughs> comfy, uh, settled you get. Where it's like, oh, I don't know. I gotta go and get on a plane. I get on the car. <laughs> oh they might, they might call me from the. Nope, fuck it. I left. It was almost a chore when I left. I'm like, okay. We have to. Which that doesn't sound like the beginning of a vacation. We have to go to, go to Moab. Because hotel prices will never be this cheap again. Allah, who knows? Maybe the Democrat governors will never open the economy ever again. And I, I got to go and we got to do it now. And I'm going to save myself at least... At least, coming now, I saved myself at least 1500 bucks in hotel prices. Got my flight out to Vegas, hung out with the great Matt Boldoni, and drove up here. And immediately, as I said before on my Patreon podcast, the Road Trip podcast, I felt better once I got into the airport. I'm like, oh, yes, the environment is changing. Just changing the environment. And then I uh, got to Vegas, got some great hiking in. I was like, oh, great one's going to show up. Rose is going to show up. <clears throat> who else? Uh, Sergeant Craig showed up. Those are the only ones, the only faithful Percivals that show up. And I got stabbed in the back by by my best friends. My be- oh, I found out who my good friends were this trip. Oh, Percival Atham. Oh, how could you betray me? Yeah, man. I, he doesn't say man. He's got more of the, uh, uh, the Al Pacino uh, scarface. Meng? Yeah, Meng. I show up. <laughs> Even my most loyal, infantry, spelunking, cave-exploring friend, he stabs me in the back like Brutus. And as I'm driving I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to. And he had reasons. He had reasons. I just like give him. And then Elkins. We almost had Elkins' poo show up. Elkins was like, he was, he, was, he was salivating. He was chopping at the bit. Oh, no. The career with its tentacles strangled him back into Chicago. Oh, you could see it. You could see it. He, it was like he was at a. Uh, what is it? Uh, a bordello, like, ah, oh, get you, I, it's like, God, pay you 20 bucks and go get laid, go live a little, have some fun, no, he chose the not fun lever, fun, not fun, pulls the not fun lever, career, education, not nah, not education, he, 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 uh, he also, as everybody can probably surmise, I'm joking, these guys had legitimate reasons and then they feel bad. Like they got up. Oh man, I'm sorry. It's like, no man, I understand. It wasn't like I got here when I was 25. It's, I mean, yeah, you have to work at it. You got to establish your system. You got to get your life support system so you could go out and adventure. So while you're hunking, uh, hiking, little dollar signs are falling from the sky. I don't know if you saw Oceans 13, was it? I thought it was pretty cool where they... Uh, that also starts out the one with Al Pacino, where he's the bad casino owner, and then one when they uh, they go in and make all their money, and there's like dollar signs falling. That's what it's like when I'm hiking. Maybe not that much dollar signs, but like little dollar signs are falling in. Oh, a book sale here. Someone bought a coffee mug there. Someone made a made a donation. Little dollar signs are falling out of the sky while I'm hiking. It takes a while to build up that, that uh, system, to build up that infrastructure, that business. So I understand why, the, you know, atham has got to get his degree. Chad's got to, I don't know what Chad's got to do. Chad, he had something, I can't mention what he had. He had to, he had to do something legitimate. Although with him, it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. I get busted for being the Jew. I get busted for for being the quarter Jew. Holy shit. Elgin, somebody, somebody in our Israeli or a Jewish community in Cappy Cappy. Can somebody make him an honorary Jew? Holy stingy man. Cripes. Oh, he's waspy, but he, he should get like the Hall of Fame there's frugality but then it's like loosen up the purse strings let's go you're in your 40s you're good you're you're over half dead you're over half dead let's go he would have loved it chad would have absolutely because he was in great shape still is probably uh when i visited him no more than two weeks ago he kicked my ass running i was like oh dang chad's gonna be in great shape for moab He's going to have no problem. Oh, he might have to adjust to the altitude. He might have to adjust. But uh, he'll, he'll make up for it in cardiovascular health. So I was expecting to get my ass kicked. <clears throat> he didn't show up. Uh, and then Chaplain Dave. Chaplain, I'm going to bust Chaplain Dave's balls here because he deserves busting. This guy's retired. He, he got his pension. He has nothing to do. But then he worries about his mother because he, his presence is—if if his mom's gonna die because of cardiac arrest, his presence will stop that heart from clogging up, right? I've—I've I've known another guy like this. Oh, I gotta—I gotta look after my parents. Like, I guarantee you, your parents are like get the fuck out of here and go have fun. And he was gonna come too. He was gonna—and—and and he had to like before he planted his knife in my back. He had to say, "Oh, dang." I was gonna stab Aaron in his bag here, but Chad stabbed him in his back here. And I was gonna that my, my number two spot on Aaron's back where I was gonna stab him was gonna be here, but Atham's knife is planted in his back. All these people stabbing me in the back, there was no real estate left for Dave to stab his knife. And he said, Well maybe I'll get him in the lower back. I can get a kidney there, can I? <clears throat> he was showed up, oh Chaplin Dave. Boy, I like Chaplin, he's fun. Maybe not the greatest hiker, but he he needed to get out. He oh no no! What would my parents do without me? I don't know. Live? They'd be just fine. Because I've met his parents. They're not invalids. They're following you guys. I've, I and Dave is not the only one. I've known other friends of mine about his age, my age. <laughs> what if my parents need me? Why well, I guess? I guess the what? What are you? Are you the ambulance? Are you a surgeon? What is the fear? Like like you're gonna you're gonna they're gonna die without you at their bedside? The chances of you being at their bedside, especially if it's a sudden death? Like let's think this logically through. Okay, if your parents are hacking up and you oh Herman's gotta go to the hospital. Oh dad or your oh you yeah, know dad starts tweaking out, he doesn't remember your name, okay maybe you stay around. But if your mom, oh, Chaplain Dave's mom is wonderful. She made us food and she just, you know, all the help, like a real mom, this loving, caring mom. Well, you're Dave's friend. Here we are, me and Dave, well into our 40s. Oh, hello, boys. <laughs> this wonderful grandmotherly lady making us food. Hey, Dave's mom. Oh, do you want some food? Yeah. <laughs> She'd probably tuck you in that bed and give you a kiss on the forehead. Perfectly fine woman. I got to worry about my... Worry about your mom, worry about you. Get the fuck out of town. Let's go. Your mental health is critical to this. And he canceled at the last minute because he would yo know, even though his parents weren't like showing signs of death, I got to stay around for my parents. Oh. My parents. <laughs> I've had several rather... Terse, conver, not conversations. Terse is the wrong word. Frank declarations. Uh, you, you better not get you better not get Alzheimer's. I'm not paying for you. I, you better have a bullet, nice and shiny and ready. I'm not paying for you. Well, you better stay in shape, huh? Yeah, yeah. All that help I got in college? Yeah, hey, you get the same amount of help uh, when you're nursing home. I don't. I am not coming to your rescue. <laughs> Can watch over my property uh, when I'm not there uh, for your entire Social Security check. Are we clear? Yeah. Okay. Good. I never like. Oh, God. Jeez. I hope my mom. Oh, mom might die. Like I check in. You know. Hey. How you doing? Oh, okay. You I don't know. Maybe it's like when you when you namby pamby kids. You know how we treat black people like little infantile children? Oh, do you be do you be da? do you need a bad, bad white man? Oh, You's your who's your Who's your You know, and you treat them like morons. And then it's like when you when you just treat them like normal dudes, because they are. Hey, what's up, fuck nuts? <laughs> Get Dre in here. We the god Dre bacon. Holy shit, did you know they're just, they're like, they rise to the occasion. But if you talk down to a little child, the child never develops. You put life on easy mode, you treat them like idiots, then you get like the single mom welfare queen. Oh, yeah, 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 like, here's some more government money. Or you get into it with a group of guys, it could be the military, whatever, or just a bunch of guys. What are you doing, fuck nuts? What <laughs> Oh it's racist no it's just it's Dre, it's bacon. We call them fuck nuts. Oh my god, look! They're not retards. It's the same thing, like if you don't spar with your older parents and you know you don't treat them like adults, you go into the not even the nursing home, the assisted living. <coughs> And you talk down to them, does that then lower the brain capacity? Because everyone just thinks they're idiots? And so they don't get that stimulation, they don't get that uh, stimuli, they don't get that sparring, that exercise, that mental exercise that keeps them sharp. Oh, how's, my, how's my day? Hello, my dad, we go, 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 how was dinner? My grandma ain't that way. My grandma's still alive. Bless her soul. 92. She She's just? I talk to her like I do anyone else. Why well, don't call her fuck dots like we would Trey or Bacon? But a little more respect there. They're not invalids. Oh, what's up? Yeah, you do? Okay, cool. How's things? Yeah? Yeah? Well, that's good. Ah, dang it. Who's going to pass this truck? <laughs> hey, Dad. Yeah, you know, make a joke. Some about age, you know, he gets it. But if you do that, you folks, I don't know. Are they, they going to start? Are they going to? Is it going to be a self fulfilling prophecy? You treat your parents like invalids, they end up becoming invalids. You, you, you treat minorities like half competent white people, then they end up becoming, you know, you got a wage gap, you got a health gap, you got a, a life expectancy gap, which is the truest form of racism out there. Or is it the bigotry of low... The soft bigotry of low expectations. Who said that? Forgot who that was. But yeah, you treat everyone like a kid. Dave, leave your parents. They're fine. Let's go. So I trained. Chad Elkins, uh... Oh, look, there's a hang glider. That lucky fuck. Look at him. I'm gonna do that when I get into... South Dakota. He's he's just hang gliding up there. Look, you guys can't see. He's just above the desert. Look at him. Happier than shit. Oh, look how fun it is. Oh, lucky bastard. I'm going to do that when I'm older. Because you can't do things when you're younger. Yeah, he's coming down. All I want to do is pass this truck. So I visited Elkins. And I've been been stepping up my cardio a little bit. You have to. Keep you sane. Stuck in a fucking prison. Everyone's in the Truman Show now. You're wearing your masks? Shut the fuck up, lady. And I went, (coughs) visited Elkins, and he proceeded to kick my ass. And uh, I'm like, oh, dang, I gotta... I'm gonna be... If I'm gonna go to Moab with these people... All right, hang on. Can I pass this guy? Yep, we're gonna pass him. Oh, by the way, aside before I get to, um, before I get to uh, how I had to train up in Moab, I have a new new opinion on semi-truck drivers. I used to respect semi-truck drivers. I used to. Um, you know, it was a real job. You guys bust your asses off. <coughs> you, uh, you know, you're you you are literally the blood, the hemoglobin that flows through the veins and arteries of the U.S. and any other country's highway transportation system. And I understand you driving long, you got long, a lot of you see a lot of bad driving. Uh, I think that generation of truck drivers has gone away. Uh, because I don't know what fuckwits are in charge of these trucks now. I maybe you're millennial soy boys. I don't know. You truck drivers drive like fucking shit. You drive like pussies. Don't tell me your your truck can't go, is not designed to go the speed limit. Every fucking time. Like right now, I passed that one truck. Look, he's doing 50 miles an hour and 60. Now what? Look, I'm doing five over the speed limit. What am I coming up against? Another semi-truck. Because I know on the interstate you guys go faster, so you're capable of going the speed. Why don't you go the speed? Don't hit the woodchuck, Aaron. Oh, that's a prairie dog. And so I, and there's always been the, you know, bad apples in every barrel. I get it. But now it's like half of you fuckers. If you're coming up on a semi-truck, it's like a Karen. You guys are the Karens of the U.S. highway system now. You're always going under the speed limit. <clears throat> you're always going painfully slow. You're, you're nursing your turns. So it's like one time I was trying to get into the Mavericks get myself, uh, some gas, and there's a line, and we're waiting for the semi-truck to make his, his grandpa turn, nothing's stopping him, I'm looking like, what is he doing, Aaron, you don't see, no, 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 you don't see, fucker, you don't see, that didn't happen 20 years ago been driving across the U.S. quite for a long time now, something has happened in the past five years, whereas now I see a semi-truck and stuff, ah, old wise man helping out America, like, ah, what's this, what's this retard of the highway doing now, what's this cripple, just put a handicap, here, every every semi-truck driver, put a fucking handicap sticker on your truck, because that's how you drive, oh, and how many times now have I, has it happened, In the 90s, back in the 90s, you know, somebody's got a heavy load, truck driver, semi-truck driver in the right lane, heavy load, going uphill, flashes on, okay, buddy, we see ya. But then some dickhead, probably millennial, semi-truck driver, has got to pass him. So you think, okay, he's got enough steam in his engine. He's going to be able to make it past. Oh, fuck no. You get in the passing lane. What do you two do? You stand there side to side for hours blocking all of the fucking traffic. The passor going past the passy ain't going past the passy. He's just sitting next to, hey, what's up, buddy? Hi. Are you a handicapped retard truck driver too? So am I. Let's block all of the traffic incrementally, like an inch every minute, going faster than the other passy. Oh, I guess you are passing the passy, Mr. Passor. 15 minutes, and then a, then a traffic jam, well, I've seen it happen, in the middle of fucking nowhere in Nebraska. There's a fucking traffic jam. Because some dipshit fucking semi-truck driver thought he was gonna pass the other one, and just parks his fucking dumbass, retarded, handicap ass in the left lane so I'm sorry semi-truck drivers gone get the fuck out of here no longer my friend a new generation of semi-truck drivers has come along and I hate you there's been times I've wanted to like just fuck with them and I I would I'd fuck with traffic like I'd hit my brakes (laughs) I was gonna say I matured now but then I remember like two years ago some lady was doing her makeup and not paying attention I just hit the brakes. I got ahead of her, hit the brakes, saw her in the rearview mirror, slam on the brakes, and, like, all of her makeup go flying. (laughs) Little tap of love there, bitch. Wake the fuck up. (laughs) Uh, But I haven't fucked with semi-trucks because they're a little bit bigger, and, you know, I try to understand. But, man, there are a couple times on this trip, it's like, oh. you really you want to be a dick here, here, What real semi-truck drivers are out there What few of you remain the, Of the old school, the old generation You get in front of a semi-truck Before you're going uphill And, and a big hill With a steep grade You just slow down <laughs> Make him say so he can't get his running start He can't, it's like You get down to your lowest fucking gear, bitch Fuck you But that's for the new generation, the new generation. Anyway, I uh, taught by Chad. I was in bad cardiovascular shape. So I went to Vegas for uh, a couple days, almost a week, before um, going to Moab. And I used that shit to train. Use that shit to train. Went up to uh, Mount Charleston area, a lot of that, because he had to, it was like in the 90s, down below in the basin. I did I did Black Peak, and it was about 90 degrees. I'm like, oh, I can't do this and that. He, I, I did it, but it was miserable. And uh, so I said, okay, we're gonna go up into the, in the mountains. It was beautiful, wonderful, like 60, 70 degrees. Nice, cool wind. Uh, got sunburned though. The sun's up there, you forget that, and I ended up blistering on my shoulder. Uh, I'm gonna pass this guy. The truck with a trailer. Come on, come on, baby. Come on. <clears throat> Here we go. See, here's there's another example. Are you trailer driving fucks. I'm talking a regular truck with, with a you know just a little trailer. This guy has an empty trailer. What? You can't go 65 miles an hour. You got a brand, I'm looking at him right now. Brand new Chevy Silverado, much nicer than mine. Newer, bigger engine. And he's going five of the speed limit, he's pulling an empty truck. That truck is capable of going faster. But I got a trailer, how dang diggly dangly do? Gotta get my Razor. Razor, not shaving razor. it's a thing by Polaris, four-wheeler. Get my four-wheeler, but I gotta drive slow, I got my big truck, look at my big truck, with it's diesel, dadger, doody, your doody, dodge, diesel, hemi, and it doody, d- with the dooley tires. I got a big fucking engine, don't fucking use it, none, cause I'm a who-dang-do-dang-diggly doo by the way (laughs) come out to the sticks you'll learn to hate white people too (laughs) an aside let me tell you another aside don't worry we'll get to my training program and how awesome I am don't worry I'll talk about myself later don't worry about that (laughs) so the great one uh, came for all, all four days of Moab great hiker, great hiker, and we learned philosophy of hiking. And uh, Rose stuck around for two days. Sergeant Greg was in and out and then everybody who stabbed their knife in my back, uh, they didn't show up. The great one's an old man. He's ancient. You know, it's tough not having a job and being laid off and doing a podcast every once in a while. It's hard doing that, man. So this, this, he goes to bed at about, I bet he goes to bed at about nine Regularly, uh, but he, he indulged me. He was very charitable and kind. I would stay up sometimes till 9:30. So he goes to bed early, and I'm all wired because this is like the dog in the playground. Oh, I love Moab. Oh, I, I, this is exactly what I wanted him to do. So like, all right, Captain, gonna gonna go and hit the hit the bed. I'm like, all right, good night, great one. I'm like, oh shit, there's nothing to do. So, in a, a town called Monticello. And uh, in Utah, things are open. So you're treated like an adult. There's no fucktards wearing the little masks. There's no little signs like, well, you can't sit here. We have to spread apart. <laughs> hey, can I get a table? Sure, see, see yourself, Shug. I had a girl from, I believe, Texas. <clears throat> Older lady. Go ahead, sit wherever you want, Shug. I'm like, I like her. You can't hate a woman that says Shug. It's like, ah, oh, nice lady. So I sit down where I want. There's no masks. There's no tape on the fucking ground. It was a bar, restaurant bar. I'm like, yes. So I went there one night just to kill time because we had already hiked. It's dark out getting tonight. It's cold, cold too. Monticello, I think it's like 7,000 feet up. Ugh, chilly. And I ended up talking to these two gals. They're locals. And uh, one gal... Uh, very interesting nice girl uh, Mormon they're both Mormons so I learned a little bit about the Mormon faith a little bit different uh, but then <laughs> I'm talking to the other guy they're very young gals they're, they're adults uh, I don't obviously in their younger 20s and uh, both Mormons but then the one gal you know that I understand if you to have a drink or anything I'll turn a blind eye to it but the other one like oh yeah I, I have two kids. Uh, and she's my, 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 not my sugar daddy. What do they call him? Sperm donor. Yeah, the sperm donor just left because this is the one bar in town. I'm like, what the fuck? What the actual fuck? Like, okay. Look, let's take religion out of this. Logic would say, don't have kids out of wedlock don't have kids you can't afford, let alone two of them. So that's logic. <clears throat> like you sit down and think. <coughs> but then the Mormon faith is pretty strict. Like no booze, no caffeine, no tobacco. Okay, I'm not questioning. question. But if you're going to that level, I think having premarital sex and having kids out of wedlock, let alone not marry the guy... Um. What the fuck? And it reminded me because you saw other elements of this. All, all the like, like two, two not fat women. All the women are fat. The the bartender. Or, yeah, it was a bartender. Something, something, something. Yeah, my sperm donor. <laughs> Because fuck it, right? You guys vote with the, next to the guy or the gal with the R in front of the name and you like your guns. Well, ooh, dang, I like my guns. And I'm Republican, America. But hey, you spit out kids like a, like a machine gun does. Bullets. And there ain't a father attached. And then, sperm donor. <laughs> and it just, it just reconfirmed that I made the right choice getting a vasectomy like tenders, there is no future in this country. Nobody, no fucking buddy, whether there's an R or an L or a D in front of the people you vote for, it doesn't matter. Nobody is responsible. Nobody. Nobody loves, nobody cares. It's just do what feels good at the moment. Spit out a kid. Spit out a couple kids. And then hate the guy. That was the other thing. Be the great one we're talking. And, 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 and like, okay, you're religious. You're supposed, not, not the great one, but presumably you're religious. You don't do the booze. You won't do caffeine. But you'll fornicate. You'll have free sex. Oh, but then the religion kicks in. Well, I can't, I can't have an abortion. I'll, otherwise, that's bad. Well, what is this? Cafeteria Mormonism? I'll drink the, I won't drink the booze, I won't have the caffeine, I won't have the tobacco. Oh, but but penis and vagina spit out child, I will. And we're just sitting there, it's like the, the idea of like, okay, sperm donor was there. Ah, my sperm donor. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me that that guy that you hate the sperm donor. They hated sperm donor. Wasn't this the guy that you liked so much and wanted so much to be inside you? You gave him the most, uh, uh, I wouldn't say most important thing, uh, which I don't believe. I don't believe woman giving herself sexually to a man is the most important thing. I think psychologically, mentally loving someone, but that's an aside. But that's a pretty important... It's not like, yeah, here's a cigarette, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. Here's a box of matches, yeah. Now you let the guy not only put himself inside you, but come inside you. Like, you wanted his baby. You so wanted his baby. This was the guy... Billions of years of genetics and evolution, millions of years of human genetics and you wanted his seed. And you were in love or you were in lust at this. You wanted him. And now, two years later, sperm down there. <laughs> Baby Daddy! Well what the fuck, ladies? great one is against women having the right to vote. He is against women's suffrage. I am not. I I have a different voting plan, suffrage plan that does not look at traits you were born with. It looks at actions. But that that's a topic of a different aside. But god damn it, ladies, your lack of ability—not all of you, but you single moms, which is what half the population of mother age women now. I mean, you can't pick a guy for shit. You can't pick a guy to breed with for shit. Have you end up getting divorced, 70% of the time it's the women filing the divorce. You know, 30% of the time it's the guy. Well, guys, you also got a little bit of responsibility. Like, how do you select like your women? You girls really pick shitty men. You got really shitty ability to pick men. And by the way, you got really shitty ability to pick men who to breed with. Because if you got that much buyer's remarks, That's sperm donor! Hurr. Dangly digly doo! <laughs> Why are we allowing you to vote on who to run our financial and monetary and governmental and judicial systems? If you, if you can't figure out the deadbeat mullet-wearing schmuck Who lives at home and in a... If you can't figure out that's a bad idea to have him make a sperm deposit in your your own little private sperm bank down there. If you can't figure out that's a bad idea, why are you voting on who should go represent you on monetary fiscal policy, foreign policy, war, laws... I understand the I disagree because as we all know this it would be unfair to the women who didn't have illegitimate children. It'd be unfair to the women who just can't seem to get the intelligence to pick anybody but a sperm donor. <clears throat> yeah, I I'd like to say, oh you an engineer? You, my, my voting system by the way is if you pay taxes, that's it. That's, you get your and, and you don't collect a government check because everybody pays taxes. I mean, you file But you can't collect a government check. You can't be a ward on the state. So there's many fine men and women of all colors and stripes. I don't know how many humans have stripes, but let's say they have stripes, which would be kind of cool at first, but freaky later. All different varieties of humans across all classes that all don't collect government checks, right? Those are the people that should vote. (laughs) But if we're talking generally... And unprincipled, I, I might add. If you want to categorize, women shouldn't have the right to vote, and no, all that's wrong. But by God, <laughs> even even the gal I went, I I didn't meet. Okay, I did meet one gal that didn't have kids. Thank God. But even the gal that another guy I can't mention where, because it's a small town. People. Oh my God. Do you know this guy. You know, talked about us. There's another gal. Yeah, I was away for a year and then I came back. I went to college and had a couple kids. What? <laughs> and immediately, you don't have to look anymore, gentlemen. By the way, if you're in the who dang diggly ding dang diggly do Ville, you don't gotta look for the ring. That's just if you wanna like confirm that you should be more cynical about society. But I looked for the ring. Of course it's nice. Yes, she's a fat white chick. Of course she is. Of course. <laughs> I went to college so I could work this shitty here, dude dang digly. Dude, you, you, I forgot. I forgot. She says, yeah, I used to work this job back when I was younger. But then I went off to college for four years and got pregnant and had a couple kids and now I'm back. I'm like, well, what the fuck was the college for? Fuck! I'm trying to argue principles and ethics and here's great one just looking at me like you know giving me the hey you still think women should have the right to vote look I'm still like, ah, ah. <laughs> I mean I'm right and the great one's wrong but god damn it there's so many data points of you dumbass fucking broads fucking up not only your life but the lives of your children just true NPCs. I went to college. Oh, really, Miss IQ 85? You went to college. For what? For what? I did this job I've been doing since I was 16 years old. Then I went to college because I'm a smart and powered woman. They said so on the interwebs. I can do anything. That Megan Arapahoe soccer chase, she said it on the interwebs. And in my public school that's over in the shed, where the good-looking teacher has all his teeth, he said, I could do anything, so I went to Plumfuck Egypt Community College. Then I I fell in love, with, but then he lied to me. He was, now he's just a sperm donor. And I got my two or three years of cotton. I wasn't Tarnation? I was made. They don't say Tarnation. I was going more proper South. This is more Utah. And then, oops, somebody sperm ended up inside me, despite me being religious. And I'm an educated, smart woman. I'm so smart. I don't know that having kids, I can't afford without a husband, go done up, fuck my life up. And I came back here to who <laughs> with my college education to do the exact same job I was doing at 16, but this time with two little shits in tow. Then you just like, oh fuck it. Just fuck it. <clears throat> yeah lady, just keep voting Republican. Keep voting Republican, but go on the fucking doll. So, I, I, now me and the great one were laughing. It was a great philosophical uh, time because you're out there. We hiked hours, tons of hours, miles, many miles. And I thought I was cynical and jaded, but the great one, he, we got the concept, you know, there's zero fucks given or no fucks to give, but he has an absolute value, uh, absolute zero value uh investment in this society. Like he has none. <laughs> none. Like he doesn't care. Like yeah, he just laughs at the girl as a single pregnant mother. Uh who ding do ding do. And it just he's like, oh Cappy, you're so optimistic. That's him. He said that many times, like, well yeah, well, what are like oh Cappy is so... and then he, I'd be like, no, but it can't be that bad. And then he point out like, oh yeah it is. And I think that's... you got to get to the zero... Uh, absolute zero. Like, not all... Most of us have zero fucks to give, but we also... What well, you got to get to the point is that you give up on potentially going finding fucks to give. See, maybe that's what I... I've got zero fucks to give, but if society were to change around a little bit and Mormon girls wouldn't get fucking pregnant out a wedlock... Then I'd say, oh, well, maybe I'll go back to the fuck store and get some so I can give them. And he's like, nope, he doesn't even go to the fuck. He, he gets rid of that hope to go to the fuck store and buy some fucks that he can give them. He has nothing left for society, nothing. <clears throat> and what happens when you get to that level of sin... Like where you're actively cheering on the demise of everyone—Republican, Democrat, conservative, libertarian—because you realize just because there's an R in front of their name doesn't mean jackfuck all shit. I go to college, worked a job I had when I was 16 to have my children out of wedlock by the sperm donor. Wait, and then he could hike. He could achieve. I was envious of the great one. he achieved achieved like this total zen where he doesn't care and that was the greatest thing about it is this whole trip you know I achieved zen in one regard and that is I did not worry about this coronavirus I just went out and hiked I don't listen to the news anyway but uh, being in Utah because Utah is open it's just like life is normal like no that that Corona all the Corona news all you people with your fucking mask I found out the Minneapolis mayor's like uh we're requiring everyone to have a mask in the city limits of Minneapolis fine fine I don't care i not going to go to Minneapolis. I guess I guess no one's going to Minneapolis <coughs> it didn't bother me it was a different world matter of fact this entire coronavirus has been a different I don't know this is you people this is some foreign place on a foreign planet. This isn't my life. I've been going out every day. Get my exercise, walking around, buying food. And Utah just made that even more pronounced where it's like, no. We we have our restaurants open. You could come here. Oh, some of the more in Moab, they're kind of touchy-feely, uh, emotional leftist pussy democrats. Like seeing it, it's a tape of the light and you're supposed to stand here. But if it were open, you could go in, mull about, talk around, sit there. Some precious virtue signals are still wearing their masks. I saw him get into like a white SUV from New Jersey. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. You guys are from the pussy states, and I do mean that. You're from the pussy states. But it didn't, we're out. You know what doesn't give a shit about coronavirus? The mountains, the canyons, the Colorado River, the Green River. They don't give a shit. They're still there. Still just as beautiful as ever. The Pueblo Ruins. The the ancient, I think it was Anasari, but it could be Ute Indians. Doesn't really matter, I guess. The Petroglyphs don't care. They're there. They're forever. They're eternal. And I got to see them. Got to do what I fucking want. Because my life isn't based around the internet or the TVs or being at the homes and watching the Netflix or the news. Fox News did not get me riled up today, like DT. Criticism, I'll point out to DT, because I love him, I care about him, he's a good brother. It was, it was bliss. It was bliss out there hiking. Did not care about the single moms, the scourge of single moms in the Hooten Diggly Do Dang Digglyville, Utah? It's a town. Look it up, Atham. I'll spell it for you later. And uh, but then, then there'd be times, though, talking with the girl philosophically, and he he not only didn't care about girls, he doesn't care about anything anymore. The girls, oh yeah, there'd be a cute high guy. Like, Look at that! Wow, know, yeah, I want to get that. And like, why don't you go after? Nah, whoa, 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 chase, pursue? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, yeah, good heavens, yes, what is new? And how he just has no investment in society, none. And I thought I was pretty unplugged, stoic, and zen, until I hiked with the Great One, and I and I got it. I got it. I'm like, oh yeah, because all I'm doing. Now I wrote Enjoy the Decline, and he criticized me correctly. So maybe you ought to read your own book. But I still had this investment, these fucks, these little micro fucks to give, these little seeds that would grow to be genuine, full-grown fucks that I could maybe give. It's like, oh, the individuals in my life, you know, oh, fuck society, but my tribe, the people, the elites that I gave, no, you can't even give a fuck about that. Even on an academic level, like where I found it high, now maybe that's progress, I found it highly entertaining and amusing having all these Mormon girls, well not all, a handful, a couple, you know, all these ladies in this heavily Mormon town talking about their sperm donor. (sighs) Find the hypocrisy, the contradiction, highly amusing and entertaining. And I was laughing where where the one guy, I got two babies and a sperm donor was right there. I just laughed like cuz their lives are fucked So maybe that's some progress but still that, there's a slight agitation a slight bump up in my in my heart rate a little bit of cortisol added that I don't need And the gray one taught me something he, he, <clears throat> another thing Him and Rose taught me I was wrong not morally or ethically, but uh, I'm abnormal, and because I'm abnormal, I cannot force my standards or my expectations of what I want to do on people who are otherwise perfectly normal in doing what they should be doing, specifically hiking, so I trained up in Las Vegas got adjusted to high altitudes, inclines. So when I got to Moab, I was in great shape. Oh, I was sitting down there looking at my heart rate, it got down to 48 beats a minute. So I'm doing pretty good. So this trip to Moab was like my first real foray where I did some serious hiking in Moab. Other times I was only spending a day or two or I was driving through. And so I had a mission, I'm like, I'm gonna get as many hikes I want to figure out the area. I want to do a lot of hikes, figure it out, and, uh, you know, I'll, 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 I'll uh, and, and so I can understand, like, oh, this is a good hike, this is a bad hike. This is where I go, this is where I don't go. <laughs> so the first day, we did three different hikes. And by the third hike, Rose, who is actually an athlete, because I thought she was going to kick both our ass, She's younger. She is an actual athlete, cardio-athlete, not weightlifting. Yeah, I'm like, oh, she's going to kick her ass. She had to turn back. Then we got to this one point, I'm like, hey, if we go up there, we can see over the Colorado River. We get up to this uh, Moab, <clears throat> I want to call it a mountain, I call it a hill, but it's all rock. There's no trees, so there's no dirt, which is great for me because you got great grip. You're running on concrete, essentially. And the great one lies on his back just to catch his breath. And I was like, Oh, dang. I'm in great fucking shape. So now it makes me wonder what kind of shape Elkins is in because he's got to be in amazing shape then. (laughs) And when we went hiking on these other hikes and some hikes I went on in uh, Vegas, I realized we were not getting past. We were passing everyone. And by the third day, our buddy Rose had left. It was just me and the great one. And the great one could keep up with me. And he says... Clary, you're not enjoying these hikes. All you do is go up to the hike to get to the destination to get back down to say you did it. I'm like, no, but I'm paying attention. I'm looking at things. He's like, yeah, but are you enjoying it? I'm like, I understand your point. But since I am here on basically a a, a reconnaissance mission, I got to get, and I'm not, it's hard to get to Moab, guys. (laughs) Your best bet is to fly to Salt Lake City, and it's still, I think, a four, four and a half hour drive. then Moab is also incredibly expensive. It is $300 a night on average during normal times. That's why I went this time because hotel prices are a lot cheaper. (laughs) We didn't even do the national parks. They're closed. We did just federal land. So it's like it is work rate one. It is reconnaissance mission. I am here with a mission and I gotta make my time count. But after you know, three days of some hardcore hiking, solid hiking, I, you know, I started figuring out the area, drove around, we did a couple road trips, figured out Utah, like, okay, that's where that river goes, that's where this formation ends, this is where that goes, this is where that, okay, oh, I don't have to hike this area because the hikes are kind of bland and boring and repetitive, this is another hike we'll save for later, I'm going to save area for Bluff and Blanding, Utah, have them look it up, saving that for later. But I, I, I scratched my itch. I figured it out. This is one of the last areas in the United States that I had to kind of explore and figure out where's the what's behind there. Maybe I'm still too childish. Maybe I'm naive. I got to figure out what's behind her. What's behind there? Aren't you curious? So by the last day, I agreed with the great one. I would go his speed. I was going to take it easy and go his speed. And it was, it was nice and relaxing. We still went a good clip. And what all of a sudden I realized, <laughs> hiking at the great one speed, we passed at least 30 people. And we're only passed by one. One gal who was a trail runner. And who knows, maybe she, she uh, <laughs> didn't run, she just, we, we were taking a break and she was running down the trail, so maybe she was just going downhill. We didn't catch up to her later, so I think that's a legit pass. I think she passed it. I think she's better. Even at the leisure pace of the great one, who, by the way, would squirrel off to every little spur or, or side trail and take a picture, uh, <clears throat> we still beat everyone out of that camp, up and out of that canyon. And then I realized mathematically he's right. I mean, now that I've I've scratched my itch, I've done enough re- uh, reconnoitering. I figured out what was out there. Now maybe going forward, I can relax. And for me to force my level of hiking on other people, it's not fun for them, it's not. I even noticed this with the GF. The GF is in nowhere near as good a shape as me, nowhere near. Yes, I'd like her to lose weight. Yes, I'd like her to go on more hikes. Yes, I'd like her to be his Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all these things, you know, real job, real person, real obligation. And I, okay, she got real job. We're in Vegas. We're up in the mountains. And I knew she's not in good shape. And so I'm waiting. When we got really high up, we're like, we had to be at least 10, at least 10. Oxygen is not there. She is not acc- acclimated. I understand. Um... Stopping at every switchback, which you will happen. You think, well, how can you go 50 yards up a switchback? Yeah, but not when there's no oxygen. Just try it. I did Hallett Peak, and I was fine the first nine tenths. It was the last tenth where I was I'd scramble up, you know, maybe 25 yards and be out of breath. There's just not enough oxygen. So I'm like, okay, this is, this is fine, even with her essentially, in my opinion, being a cripple. Well, I, I didn't even get any like Fitbit tracks and I guess my my Rose explain my anaerobic or anorexic my heart is so efficient or my lungs are so efficient my heart doesn't have to beat that much to get oxygen to the rest of my body and so if we looked at heart rates I wasn't even in cardio uh, that's according to Fitbit now, I certainly wasn't in peak peak is what they call it on Fitbit but I think it's called anaerobic where your heart is beating so fast because it's going to flood your system with enough oxygen <clears throat> uh, but you you can't take in anymore she explained it to me I forgot what it was that's how you train your heart to be more powerful I guess so you, so you can increase your cardio by going anaer- anaerobic and I, I, when I was going up with the GF I was even hit, I didn't even hit fat burning stage it was like oh you got an hour so on this 6 hour hike my heart was rarely above 100 beats a minute oh she was dying she was, she was an anorexic anaerobic the entire time but at that lethargic pace at this pace where I'm like okay I'm, you know, I'm just waiting making accommodations there's no rush it didn't dawn on me That we passed people and no one passed us. And I was sitting there, wait a minute. There are some serious hikers there too. She's dying. She is not having fun. No one's having no one has fun with me when we hike, apparently. And then I I was like, she's not having fun, but she still beat everybody we were still first place at that moment in time we were first place on the mountain not that it's a competition I'm using this to, to show like we passed people nobody passed us we passed these two young guys I thought we are gonna like they were gonna repass us there was one guy running down and he looked at him and he's just chiseled I'm like okay he's the number one guy he could kick me my ass if I was unencumbered but then Rose a the great one showed me look you're a great hiker you're, you're going, And to expect people to go at your level is going to not make this fun for anybody else. Not everybody is on a mission to explore this area so they know what's beyond. Maybe they're just happy looking at the hike at the cliffs and the trails. Not everybody is trying to make up for lost time where you didn't have a childhood, you didn't have money, you pissed away your 20s, working hard and living in base. Not everybody is trying to make up for it. (laughs) Additionally, not everybody has the philosophy of adventuring and excellence in adventuring. And probably the best part of this entire trip was when me and Great One sat and had cigars at the hotel because we got back before the sun went down. And he was right. I personally thought it was Great because in my mind, we had done we had done enough work. We had we had achieved. We had explored. We had adventured. But that was the even though we saw all these amazing things, Corona Arch, ironically enough, was the first hike we did. It was so beautiful, and I, I, the still the best thing. Yeah, the great one was right. You was sitting and relaxing and having a cigar and doing nothing. Actually, road tripping to. <clears throat> Grand Junction to get cigars was pretty good. That was pretty funny because we drove, I think, four four mile, or four hours round trip just to get cigars. But I also want to show a Great One Gateway, Colorado. Little did I know the Great One hates driving. And so we had to keep pulling over so he could show. He's a taller fellow. Although, for me, that's everyone's a taller fellow. Except for Rerb at robsays.net. Visit robsays.net. And so it was just wonderful. I got the reconnaissance in. I scratched that. It was like the biggest part of the United States that I needed to explore, and I figured it out. I did my mission. I accomplished it. I got in great cardiovascular shape. Oh man, I gotta go find Denver Ben. Like the guys who are better than me, the people that I'm like, I gotta, I gotta keep up with Khan. I gotta keep up with Dirty Harriet. I gotta keep up with Denver Ben. These guys are elites. They're your top one percent of one percent. I, I don't even. I don't compare, but I'm I'm at their heels. <laughs> now I could probably not embarrass those people. So I'm in great shape now. Got my my re- my sleeping resting heart rate down to 52 beats a minute. I wanna get into the 40s just once. Won't have because I gotta go back to Minnesota where it's just so fucking wonderful! But then learned some philosophy, had my buddies around, hanging out with my buddies and Chum, but learned a lot of philosophy from the great one. Learned I was wrong. <clears throat> learned I am aberrant to a fault to where people aren't going to want to hang out with me anymore. And, there's, and it's not that they're, I'm morally wrong, but I am wrong. I am erroneous. Normal people, not even normal people, people are in great shape. Sometimes, maybe they just want to hike and enjoy. And to give absolutely no fucks whatsoever. Don't even have seeds of fucks. Get rid of it out of your mind to possibly in the future someday, you might go to the fuck store to buy some fucks that you might give them later on in a point in life. <clears throat> Let go. And that was the great thing about the last hike. It was just letting go. Just looking around. Hey, look. The rest of it, hey, that was... And now that there's no fucks to give, not only can you thoroughly enjoy the hiking or whatever it is you're doing uh, without worrying about work or philosophy or all that, it was added uh, icing to the cake, knowing that other people are losing their fucking minds. We drove to Cortez, uh, Colorado, Atham, look it up, because we're going to go hike Canyon of the Ancients. Colorado's still in lockdown. You can't go to the cafe. And you read the newspapers. You know, there's like a newspaper stand that you put your 25 cents in to buy a newspaper. Well, I don't know why they exist anymore, but it was, I don't know, the Denver Post. Uh, Front page, um, Colorado, COVID deaths, uh, adjusted 25% down because they re-looked at the coroner's report and they died of, you know, alcohol poisoning or cancer or heart attack. It wasn't COVID. They just happened to have COVID in their system. And everybody, and all you had to do was cross this arbitrary line on Highway 419 between Monticello and Cortez. And then the world loses it. The world has its act together where Mormon girls just get prematurely pregnant. And on the other side, the sky is falling in Cortez, Colorado. And, and just the mayor of Minneapolis, now we're going to force you to wear masks because they just got a power trip. They don't love, they don't, I'm not going to go into it, but it's not because they care about the people. They don't love the people. They got a power trip. They got to do something. We have to ban straws, we have to ban drive throughs because it's important that it looks like I'm doing something. So that my legacy isn't just, well, I, I kind of autopiloted the government. Everything was pretty okay. We had the right amount of laws. I think we're doing good here. I'll just make sure maybe we even get rid of some laws. No, I have to do something because it's important. I have a legacy. <clears throat> I have to have the choo-choo train in the in the Twin Cities. So I, I, was, I, I did something. Fucked up the economy, destroyed lots of lives, but I did something. Just all this do-gooderism, this... Pure form of evil and sanctimonious self uh, uh, self-importance. That's you fuckers. That's the citizens of Colorado. That's the citizens of Minneapolis. And the fucking Italian douche, of which that doesn't narrow it down in New York because there's so many Italian douche politicians. The governor Cuomo. Oh. And it's all the leftist states that are fucking themselves over. I don't care. Matter of fact, it's nice to see other people suffering. So it's not only that I don't care. And I have a truly free mind. I'm the samurai. Cutting his bonsai tree. Not letting the world around me bother me. Achieving true zen. True contentment. True calm appreciating that the mountains and the petroglyphs and the adobe dwellings are still there and will always be there and I am enjoying this and not letting the insanity of the inferior people that populate the world around me ruin my day I am enjoying the extra icing on this zen cake is that you insane fucknuts you fuckwits are screaming around and suffering that the sky is falling And I just, you know, great one's just a little bit further down that race of Zen and Stoicism and contentment than I am. And maybe I caught up to him. Maybe we're neck and neck (laughs) now. Not that there's a a, a race, but a a, there is a finish line. I think the great one has he got to the finish line before me. There's a status, a plateau, a peak to reach, a goal. I think I've reached that where you don't you don't let anything bother you no? not a fucking thing because the great one enjoyed I had a grand old time probably because my work ethic needed to be like I did it, I adventured it was one of the last things not necessarily on the bucket list but on the scratching of the to-do list <clears throat> I had a great old time but the great one had a better time because he just chilled out Frantically running up the hills. Mountains, canyons, cliffs. I've done them. See, like now I know I'm I'm driving here on uh, Interstate 70. Now I know what's over that hill. I know what's over those cliffs. I know the mountains are over there. I know I I know there's trail. I know what trails to do, what trails not to do. I know that I gotta stop holding everybody up to my standards because not only is no one gonna make it, it's irrational. No one's gonna make it. Oh, there's a handful of people like the not the great one, uh, Denver Ben, the talented Mr. Lee, Dirty Hair. They will all end up, and I will, in my own personal goal setting, try to achieve. <laughs> but no, I cannot <coughs> expect girls, the Mormon girls of Utah to have children in wedlock I can't expect humans who claim we are for principle X to, to not violate principle X I can't expect the sheeple and the Democrats who especially not only in Democrat states but especially in Democrat c- cities I can't expect them to get their heads out of their asses And uh, uh, Wake up and live But I can one Let go And accept certain people are not going to do certain things That's perfectly alright There's nothing wrong with them But I can also accept the intellectually inferior The lazy and the stupid are going to fuck their lives up And no matter how much they're trying to fuck my life up I'm going to chill out and zen I'm going to live my They're not going to stop me I'm going to enjoy my life And it's I don't think it's a big hurdle. This is a big. It's done now. The war is over. I'm not gonna worry about when my house is built. It'll get built. But I want to be like the great one, where I don't let a motherfucking thing at all bother me. <laughs> if I feel like going to Colorado, I will. If I feel like going to Utah, I will. Uh, sponsors. PushyRubberDownhill.com. Go visit our buddy Piggott who also stabbed his knife in my back. Not a lot of real estate left in Cappy's back when he invites everybody to go hiking and nobody can make it. You know, if I wanted to become a billionaire I'd sell knives that you... Especially designed to be stabbed in Cappy's back. And if you'd like to read the writings of somebody who stabbed Cappy in the back go to PushyRubberDownhill.com. And all that you... Now, if you really want someone, the type of guy, if you want to read his writings at at that blog or his book by the same name, Pushing Rubber Downhill, or his other book, Pushing Rubber... I'm sorry, Run, Guts, Pull, Cones, and his podcast at Pushing Rubber Downhill, if the intellect of somebody who would stab Cappy in the back, if that would pique your interest, you should go read it. But here's another thing to whet your appetite, to make Adam Pickett seem even more of an interesting intellect and, and, and brain. He's also the type that, despite all this adventuring and all that, drives like a grandmother. Now, how you can square that, how you can square that hole around the numbers out on that, how you can have such an adventuring spirit, but you drive like an 8 year old woman, that's Adam Piggott. So, uh, like, it's almost a grandmotherly old person who has the, the ability to stab Cappy in the back. And do whitewater rafting, ride a, a motorcycle across Australia. Lord knows how long it took him to do that, since he drives like a grandma. Go to PushyRubberDownhill.com. Uh, Better Bachelor, check him out on YouTube. Good podcast there. T.J. at Martinelli, T.J. Martinelli.com. Silvio Canto, you can find him on Blog Talk Radio at Canto Talk. C-A-N-T-O. What else? Oh, Academic Composition. Go to AcademicComposition.com to have Alex and his team of writing staff write your papers for you. He is also always hiring people to write and to do marketing. You can do that from home uh, because the Wuhan flu has proven that all boomer bosses are lying sacks of shit that need to have a come to, Je- come to Jesus. They need to have a meeting with Jesus. <sighs> like, there's a table, and at this table is Jesus, And also at the table is the great and merciful Corona Chan. And they're gonna talk to the boom and say, hey, how you doing? We see here that your entire life was vampiring off of the younger generations, both financially and mentally. Could you explain why you did that? Yes, this, where you rescinded a job offer here and you made entire generations commute unnecessarily so that they'd have the exact same marital strife and divorce statistics that your generation. Could you please explain why you did that to two young generations? Why did you please tell us Mr. Boomer? <laughs> and there's Corona Chan just sharpening up her knife. Just like, just like just sharpening up her knife. And then Jesus asking. <laughs> uh, what else? I don't know, buy my books, Bachelor Pad economics. Poor Richard's Retirement. Poor Richard's Retirement is very philosophical. So is Enjoy the Decline. If you like this podcast, why to not you read, read those books? The hard part is implementing them, which I admit, you know, I fail at sometimes. Uh, the book I wrote, but then sold it, and it was slightly edited, but still a great book. How Not to Become a Millennial. That you gotta get, you know what, that makes a great graduation gift for your little Zoomer kids graduating from high school kids aren't going to go to high school, get them that book. Are they going to read it? Fuck no. Who's going to read it? If you have a, a hate boner for boomers and millennials, get the book. Every Gen Xer should really read that book. Every Gen Xer really should. <laughs> um, not that all Gen Xers are saint. They certainly are not. Most of them, frankly, are dickheads. But, but in terms of douchebaggery, we have the lowest percentage. Of all the, you know, like, the boomers are about 90%, millennials are 92%, and uh, Gen X is like 85%. Oh, don't worry, the vast majority of them are douchebags. Don't get me wrong. Still Mormon girls, heavy kids out of wedlock. Going to college. There is a cow right next to the interstate. He has made it out of the fence. How did that happen? I would call somebody because a farmer does That cow is... Cows are worth something, man. You think cows are worth... Cows are worth 800 bucks. That's $800 sitting right there. Uh, somebody would call, call Farmer Brown. We're on the interstate. I'm on I-70. That's very rare. I've never, it's not only very rare, I've never seen it before. That's not good. All right, that's it. Uh, do me a favor. Uh, go to YouTube. Look up Older Brother and subscribe to that channel. If you guys like my podcast, I know I haven't done the Great Merciful Corona channel while I've been getting the fuck out of Dodge. Making sure I got, oh, so mentally healthy. So mentally healthy. I feel feels so much better. Watch, I'll go back to my depressive route once I get to Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota's so bad for your health. The upper Midwest, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, just, oh, fuck, you might as well kill you. Like, if you had to live there the rest of you, just kill yourself. Just fucking kill you. It's not worth it. It is not worth it. Uh, what is it going to say? Oh, uh, I'll be doing more Kuroi Chan when I get back into town. Once I get my setup. But uh, subscribe to the older brother channel on YouTube because I also do a podcast there. I should be doing one a week. I don't because of the corona-chan virus, because I'm very busy working, and now I've obviously put work off for two weeks. we will be back to a regular scheduled program in about three days, four days. (coughs) And then I may just go get the hell out of Dodge again, go find a hotel, finish the book. I'm not going to stay fucking Afton Oh, it's a, it's open in Woodbury. Hey, look, all the pussies wearing their fucking masks. All the virtue signals So I'll probably go somewhere else to write. Uh, but do subscribe to the Older Brother podcast. Oh, I didn't know you have. Yeah, I got a whole. I got, I got. Let me explain everything I got. So if you want, you can subscribe to you get your notifications. One, I know you're all subscribed to the main channel. This one, Aaron Clary. Re-subscribe. uh, because the uh, YouTube I got a lot of people saying, Hey, I'm not getting notifications. Well, that's very possible. You know how YouTube is. There's censored departments of 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 Karen's. Another podcast I have is the Grown Champ Podcast, also on this channel. I will throw it up on SoundCloud. So you could go to you know search SoundCloud, Aaron Clary, it's all there for one MP3. I have the Older Brother podcast that is on a separate channel on YouTube. Subscribe there. I do that once a week. And if you're willing to pay money for a Patreon membership, I think it's a dollar a month is the minimum, you get access to the Road Trip podcast, which is me just rambling like I'm doing now on a road trip. But uh, I'm uploading this as the Clary podcast because I already did one. Uh, That doesn't have that many. Maybe we got ten of those. Uh and that's it. Save so fine. Alright, I'm logging out. I'm gonna get myself a Diet Coke. I'm gonna have a cigar. And we'll see you kids later. of us.